So who goes with the hork on their field trip? Benny absolutely goes. <laughs> I think I'll go. Nice. Yeah, I won't be. Say again? Uh, I won't be. Okay. Ariel's not going to. Yeah, I don't think... uh, I don't think Dante would either. Mm -hmm. Nature hates Dante, too. I was going to say how disappointed Brian sounds about it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my character wouldn't. Fuck. Ariel wants to. She's just, like, too scared of putting them all in danger. Mm -hmm. So she will be like, no, Mm -hmm. I can't. So, uh, you take a bit of a road trip, uh, Benny, Adrian, Grajet, and Kala, uh, take a bit of a road trip to, uh, one of the larger national parks nearby, um, because the larger it is, the more, well, the easier it is to kind of lose yourself in the wilderness a bit. Um, and... I think that uh, you get out onto whatever the trail is um, and walk quite a ways until um, you're pretty sure that there isn't anyone around. Um, And Gra and Jet, who were probably morphed human and carrying Kala, like, bundled up in a blanket or something, um, demorph. Um, and, uh, wake Kala up from where she had fallen asleep during the- We're not going to give the, uh, we're not going to give the baby the morphing ability? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You certainly can. Um, I don't know if I'd suggest it right now. (laughs) Maybe let her get used to the body she's got a bit first. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um. And she's small enough that she's easy easy enough to hide at this point. Um, uh, and so they demorph, and still, it's been a few weeks. You still have not seen, uh, like, them put Kala down once. Um, uh, and you haven't seen... Uh, Gra and Jet uh, among trees uh, since you've met them. Uh, you kind of sort of saw Gra among trees, but he wasn't in the trees because he was just kind of hiding out in a park and meeting with you. Um, but watching them climb into the trees reminds you of uh, watching uh, like gorillas at the zoo climb things where it just seems so natural. And you see them using their blades to kind of dig into the bark and help them climb um, and uh, like scraping off pieces of bark to feed to Kala or to each other. Um, and once they get up in the tree, kind of, they kind of, uh, 
balance themselves in the crook of one of the branches. Um, and they finally set Kala down onto the branch. Uh, and she kind of grabs onto it reflexively. Um, and they teach her how to climb. Uh, she catches on very quickly. Um, and before long, they're all just swinging through the trees, uh, kind of whooping and laughing and having fun. Um, and I think they invite Adrian and Benny to, to join them, um, either morphed or not, uh, hang on a second. Let me check something. I can't remember if you two have hork morphs. Nope. In fact, I have nothing that climbs, so it will be as Benny. <laughs> I mean, you've got a house cat, right? Nope. I had to drop that. Oh, yeah. dang. You do have a bird. I have two different birds, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have this selection of birds. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, that won't work. Okay, yeah, I will, I will morph into my goal form. Uh, and hop around from branch to branch. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, and it's it's just a good time. It, uh, it no one comes and bothers you. Nothing bad happens. Uh, and when they're exhausted. Uh, they climb down, um, and, uh, Kala's able to climb down on her own, um, and, uh, they, they will offer to carry her, but they won't carry her no matter what, um, anymore, because they didn't want her first steps to be on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I I would like to request that nothing bad happen to Kala. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna no, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm too okay. attached to this baby. Danielle set that line for themselves already. <laughs> okay, I just I just wanted violence, to make sure. Yes. Violence against children includes non human children. Yes. Uh I I respect you asking. Um and, and thank you for setting that own line for yourself, but I had absolutely zero intent. I had negative intention of harming okay. this child. Good. Uh, um, but you all, you all make your way back to the boat, um, and everybody's happy. Um, they, uh, Grant and Jet will express a desire to do this, uh, slightly regularly, um, and invite you. There's there's an open invitation to whoever wants to go with them. Um, but they want to make sure that uh, Kala isn't deprived of her... I want to say natural habitat, but that sounds weird, but you kind of know what I mean. Yeah, um, like her, her nature. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, that's that. Uh, anyone have any scenes they want to do? Or, uh, if not, I have a way to wrap this up. 
Anna, I got something. Uh-huh. <laughs> such enthusiasm. Well, it's not going to be a fun thing. And such a wholesome thing just happened. And now I'm going to ruin it. <laughs> you, shouldn't, you shouldn't have waited so long, Jade. <laughs> well, shit happens, I guess. Brian can always edit it so this happens before the good wholesome stuff, if need be. Um... But I, yeah. I will, but I'm going to leave in that part where you said Brian's going to edit this. <laughs> Very good. Um, so, Kel isn't indulging their vice. They've got too much other shit to do. Also, their vice purveyor is gone. They have no current means of doing so without, like, trying to find a new one or a new means to do so which is going to cause them to max out their stress. So, and I think this is going to kick off, like, moving into that state, I guess, um, with um, a nightmare. Mm-hmm. And Kel has a recurring nightmare anyway of being in the back of a car, Um, that's being driven and they know instinctively that this is the car they sort of grew up in and the car that their mother was killed in in an accident and even though in the dream they're of whatever age they might be they know that instinctively but they can't say anything like they try to speak but no words come out and they just know the accident is going to happen. And it's just this being totally unable to affect what is going to happen. And sometimes it's just her mum in the front and sometimes uh, their mum in the front. And sometimes it's both of their parents. Um, recently, uh, members of the group have started appearing in that car uh, when they have that nightmare. And this time it starts off with them in the car with their parents and they sort of do the the blink and then they're in the same car um, but instead of like the normal rain pouring down on it it's like bucketing down like sheets of water like when you're in a car wash like that level of water seems to be washing down and it's uh, Adrian and Benny in the front of the car and Ariel is next to them and Dante isn't there, and they don't know why he isn't there. And that is freaking them out. And as always, nobody can hear them, nobody responds. And they realize they're holding Carla as well. And the car is starting to fill up with ice cold water. And as the water sort of reaches waist deep, they realize that Ariel is bleeding from a wound in the their stomach, the one that they got in the lab. And they can see the Ariel's blood spreading out in the water and they want to do something to help, but they're holding baby Carla and they realize they only have one arm and there's nothing they can do because if they try to help Ariel, then Carla's gonna go into the water and the water just keeps rising and it's ice cold and they're struggling to breathe. And as the water is about to go up over their head, they wake up. 
in a fully cold sweat, drenched through the bedclothes. And Kel is haunted. So, you know, that's fun for them. You are frequently lost in reverie, reliving past horrors and seeing things. May or may not be linked to a trigger. Word. Word. Okay. Does anyone else have a scene they want to do? I don't know if it's a scene, but mm-hmm. like Adrian would definitely check in with Alma, let them know that he won't give details, but just let him let them know that, you know, things went okay. Mm-hmm. And everybody is back in mostly one piece. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that When they open the door and see that it's you, uh, they pull you into a hug um, because they were keeping keeping an eye on some of the communications and heard what a mess it was um, and are very thankful that you are okay. Yeah, Adrian definitely hugs back and... I don't know if he... I feel like he says something. I'm just trying to figure out what he says. Mm-hmm. Just like... Thanks for worrying about us, but we'll be okay. Uh, I think they give uh, a kind of a watery laugh. Um, and... Uh, They they say something along the lines of like, sure, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> sure, Jan. <laughs> sure, Jan. Uh, I, I believe that you will try. <laughs> yeah, I believe that you believe that. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, good. Does Adrian tell them about Kala? Hmm. No. Okay. Not because, you know, it's for the same reason why he doesn't tell people who Gavin is. And Mm -hmm. he hopes Alma understands if she find or if they find out. Yeah. But, uh... But no, he doesn't. He doesn't give any details or anything like that uh, mm-hmm. because he doesn't want Alma to have more information than absolutely necessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you're fighting brain parasites that can read your every thought, uh, makes sense. Uh, okay. Anyone else? Last call. All right. Uh, Kel, 
Yo. You are at your uh, uh, workstation, your your police scanner. Um, and this occurs a few days, not terribly long, but a few days after the uh, uh, the incident with the Andalite ship entering okay. uh, Earth orbit. Uh, and you receive uh, an encoded transmission. Um, which is interesting uh, because you've cracked the ERC codes. Um, and you can't crack this one right away. I will um, get the others in. Mm-hmm. Um, I will probably, this might be something I um, let everybody know about and anyone that feels like they can maybe help mm-hmm. um, to join in on, on cracking. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that as a group, uh, you're, I think that what happens is, as a group, you're kind of all staring at this message and at the, um, uh, the you're you're staring at the message that is encoded in whatever the waveform is. Mm-hmm. Science bullshit. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm familiar. <laughs> uh, and something about it actually triggers. Andalite Wikipedia for everyone except for you, Kel. Um, Beautiful. <laughs> and all of y'all, it's been a hot minute since this ha- has happened. <laughs> it's Great. still just as Love unpleasant this. as it has ever been. <laughs> Dante's screaming into the boat, what the fuck did you guys do? <laughs> <laughs> when they when they come out of it, Ariel's like, Great, I can't believe we had to live through that again. <laughs> I thought we were done with this. <laughs> uh, uh, so you get that sensation of information unfolding within your mind um, and that sense of vertigo uh, and and all of that. And then when you kind of blink it away, um, you can read this message. Uh, and the message reads as follows. My name is Aximiri Coral Iskar, and this message is for the people on behalf of Prince Ciro Iskilion Elevat. We have been ambushed by the blade ship in orbit around the planet Earth, and the chances of escape are nil, so we go now to our deaths. Before we do, however, I offer this record of our missions, both known to us and unknown. The five of us were ordered to travel to Earth and assassinate Visser III, so as to slow the invasion on that front while our forces fight for Lyra, but one among us was commanded to perform a separate task. The people are not aware of the truth of the Hork-Bajir War, so allow me to tell you plainly now. War Prince Aloran Semeter Karas developed a quantum virus. The intent was to rob the Yerks of hosts, since the Andalite forces present were not enough to stop the takeover of the planet. In this way, it was successful although the actions of rebel Hork-Bajir forces prevented the proper distribution of the virus. Of course, since it worked once, well, our crew learned of the human Yerk quantum virus too late to prevent its development, but our deaths here will at least prevent its deployment. 
High Command keeps his information from you because they know that you would not stand for these crimes against the free peoples of the galaxy. They believe that the ends justify the means, but if we destroy that which we are trying to protect, what is even the point of protecting it? I have attached to this message the Hirak Delest of Prince Elfangor Cyrenial Shamtul, something that has also been kept from you, at least in its entirety. As you will hear, Prince Elfangor broke the law of Ciro's kindness shortly before his death at the hands of the Abomination, but in doing so has given hope to this planet in our absence. These Andalite bandits, as the Empire calls them, have destroyed the Abomination's host and harried the invasion. We cannot allow their efforts to be in vain. My time is up. We five die now in service to the people, defending freedom as I once believed we all did. Uh, and at that point, uh, several other voices join the single voice. I am the servant of the people. I am the servant of my prince. I am the servant of honor. My life is not my own when the people have need of it. My life is given for the people, for my prince, and for my honor. And all of those voices fade off, and a different voice than all of the others speaks. Computer, direct all power to rear thrusters. Engage on my mark. Three, two, one. Engage. Uh, and then the transmission cuts off abruptly. Uh, now, besides- I was about to be like, five? And then I was like, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. This is part of the plan. <laughs> this is part of the plan. <laughs> uh, this information, uh, there's a lot to unpack there. Uh, but I do want to draw your attention. And Kel, I think you would put this together pretty simply. But when somebody tells me what they just heard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, the fact that this transmission is coming out a few days after the event is weird. You knowing when that event took place. So either that was purposely set on a delay, or it's a fucking fake-out. I think the person that sent that isn't dead, but they want people to think they are. I'm sure we wouldn't know anything about that. We need to figure out if there's been any, like, instances of aircraft, cat like, crash landing or anything like that. we got to get on the news cycle now. This could be help. I wonder, did I tell everybody about my my Yerk craft discoveries. I don't know. I don't know. Did you? Hmm. I don't remember. Uh, I think it's funner if I didn't. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, Dante being like. Are we sure whoever crash landed here is somebody we can trust? 
Maybe not. Are we sure this isn't a cover for uh, actual genocide? Whether it's a fake or not, it's still worth trying to see what's going on. Trust, no, but it might be something we can use. Exactly. Okay. I am going to see if I can triangulate where that came from. But with that, let's go ahead and wrap up this session. Uh, thank you all for playing with me. Playing with me today has been August. Hello, I have been August. Um, you can still find me on Twitter at Herpidora. Um, I'm still kind of sick, so I can't think of anything else. Bye. Uh, <laughs> the entity formerly known as Mac. Yeah, I no longer respond to that name. Uh, please don't try to find me on the internet. I cannot be found. You can find the podcasting guild that we are all a part of. Uh, I may or may not still be a part of it. Who knows? Um, <sighs> at Stones underscore standing on Twitter. Jade? Hi, hello. I'm Jade. You can continue to find me on Twitter at Jade Oxford Rose. If you want to hear Danielle and I have a lot of feelings and thoughts about uh, canonical animorphs, you can check out the Escafil Files, our read-along book club podcast, which is at Escafil Files on Twitter. And you should head over to the Standing Stones uh, YouTube and check out Sagas of the Sunless Reach, a Pathfinder mini campaign. Uh, it was good fun. Check it out. Richard. And I'm still Richard, and you can find me on Twitter at Corvus, Cor Corvus underscore Azure. And Brian. Hey, uh, it's Brian. Uh, you can find me on the internet at RoomwarePod. You can find me in August talking about Steven Universe, three episodes at a fucking time, baby. Uh, we're starting season three probably well after this episode comes out. Um, get fucking in it. That's at Gay Space Pod. It's called Gay Space Rocks. I forgot to mention the name of it in that entire rant. Join the Discord. Uh, uh, check out our Patreon. It's at roomwarepod.cash. No, wait, no, it's roomwarepod.cash. There's no at. Don't put that in there. Um, uh, eat your vegetables, take your vitamins. Peace. <laughs> wow. Uh, I've been Danielle. You can continue to find me on the internet at redtailtalk90 and the games that I write, including this one at redtailtalk90.itch.io. Uh, thank you all very much for listening. Stay safe out there. Uh, We'll catch you next time. Peace. Bye. Bye.